sing them a lullaby. Dream, 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 dream. Your turn. Close your eyes, shut your mouth, dream a dream and get us out. Dream, 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 dream. Hit the hay, fast asleep, dream a dream. All right, cool. So, how are you? Ah, I've been fine. Yeah. It's a nice day out, but I saw my dentist, so. Oh, so, yeah. you know. Everything comes a with little, a, a... A little of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel that. It's How's it been with you? Yeah, it, uh, going busy. I'm, like, <laughs> deciding if after this I'm going to go to the gym or get writing done that I need to do by tomorrow. Those sound like two things I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm in. I'm like, yeah. do I hit the gym? Do I not? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. Why was this on the list Except for the one song. That's the you know whole the reason it's on the list. And God bless. What a song it is. Um, yeah, that's the. Uh, let me see, because I don't. There might be only like one other thing in that list. This is like a. If we were successful, this would be like a mini or a bonus episode. Oh. Uh, like this movie? Yeah. Because because there's I I think we could talk about that Taylor Lautner song for a full two hours. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's I so think bad. it is a masterpiece. So let me see. I am so the list is loading. So in that list, there's also Hamlet two. I know. Um, which, okay. Uh, is. It has one song in it, also, but it's kind of a bad. That's fa- I think I think we can uh, bend the rules if there's if there's one song it can go on the list. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It counts. It's a musical in a way. It is. It is. Um, I. I mean, if we're just going to dive in and talk about this, the soundtrack. <laughs> it's got one song. The soundtrack singular, the one track. Um, um, I will say it's always funny to me when a movie that has nothing to do with... There is, no, there is literally no reason within the context of the story for him to be singing. No, and you can there isn't. <laughs> say that about a lot of musicals. But, but this one, this is musicals, and they're set up in the world that, and a lot of bullshit happens in this movie. But that was the most unbelievable. Oh, thing that it was happened. it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That, you know, I guess you could make the argument it's a dream. Anything can happen in a dream, but like, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, if they had like. But, I wonder if there were other songs that were cut out. That's very possible. That's what but it has to be. And they were like, no, I want to see messy. the extended version of this with <laughs> the songs. I want to see a George Lopez number. George that's, Lopez. That's probably, all I want. I think George Lopez plays guitar. So like, he's probably, he's got some musical ability. So you know. I, even if he had zero musical ability, <laughs> I would kill to see that. Taylor Lautner also has zero (laughs) musical ability. (laughs) Taylor, what's so funny about that song is that it kind of starts out with like the goal of the song is trying to get Max to fall asleep. And it doesn't sound like it's trying to do that at all. It, it, well, it kind I, of starts like it does that. a cartwheel. Yeah. Well, then it becomes a normal it sort musical of does. song. And he and it becomes aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I cannot. I it would be silly to question every creative choice in this movie because we'd be here forever. I think we could question all of them. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I, to... Go ahead. Sorry. One thing is, I guess before we dive into, um, <laughs> we're diving. <laughs> we're already... yesterday to whatever this is. Had you seen this before? Yes. I saw this in the theater when it came out. You did? Did you see the 3D? Yeah. Oh my god, I will how was that? Um <laughs> Do you remember were you impressed? I remember really liking it because of the 3D and being like, hey, mom, this was a great movie. And she was like, the 3D was kinda cool. And that was Oh, it. oh okay. But so like, the 3D even swayed her. But, like, well, like, the other thing is, too, is this is, uh, even watching this now on a two-dimensional screen, it really hammers the 3D on you. I, that's my favorite, like, bad gimmick, especially in, like, the 2000s. Right. When they didn't know what to do, where they were like, because you can do things with 3D, but yeah. like this movie does, it uses 3D too much, but it also does nothing useful with it. It's just like you can have you can have like an explosion in 3D. That would be fun, but no, you have to like what I think someone sneezes and or something, yeah. <laughs> and it's like camera. boogers. That's that's 3D. Um. So. What I will say about the 3D in this, 3D has come a very long way. Um, oh, yeah, it has. Because this was, and it wasn't too long after that they switched to, like, the weird blurry glasses that, like, you get mm-hmm. now. But, like, this was still red and blue 3D. It was. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, this was 2005? Uh, something like that. I I had seen this movie I think more than once but not not when it was in theaters I think it was just like playing on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or something I, I, at the time I think at most I've seen it this would be my third time Okay I feel like I must have seen it 10 times in total just in pieces because I feel like it was always on TV or maybe it was just permeating my dreams and I'm mixing it up with maybe. memories. Maybe. I mean, I also I remember when uh the nostalgia critic did a review of it kind of recently-ish like past the past 5 years or so. Um, oh, okay, I guess I haven't I haven't uh, kept up with a lot of new stuff, but yeah. I didn't know he did. I, I mean, this uh, there's a lot of material. Yeah, I <laughs> only do if there's something I like now, and I thought, <laughs> and this was one I watched because I'm like, oh, I remember that, and uh, it was entertaining, you know. No, <laughs> I didn't even know he did it. Um, maybe I'll check that out. But I I think this movie because 2005 was. A while ago, but also not that long ago. Yeah. But everything was very different in terms of like where the technology was at the time. And I think, I think as a kid, I remember not thinking anything of it because what what were we ten, eleven when this yeah. came out? Two thousand five, yeah, ten, eleven. Yeah, and now watching it, not just as an adult, but as an adult in twenty nineteen, it looks really bad like oh, really it's bad horrible everything about Every, this is bad <laughs> like it's, it's an ugly movie and <laughs> it's it's like i i understand that 2005 it wasn't 1995 there were thing there were some things that there were no excuses for in this movie i feel like it was directed by robert rodriguez they had a budget, clearly. This movie like, costs like fifty million dollars or something. It was. Uh, I read last night that it was like, I think it was like Miramax's most expensive movie at the time that they made. Crazy because it looks like its cheapest movie. Oh, it's like this is something like if I made this now, I think that this was pretty good for me. With no skills. <laughs> yeah, I I think, but even though if, even then, like, I don't think this this was even impressive at the time. Oh, I think there were 
other movies coming out, not, not even necessarily 3d, but like movies that use CGI, like it wasn't as good as it is now, but like they, there were other things that could have been done. Well, what like people I, had that ability. I don't know. I don't know where it went. What I will say, cause I really kind of put off watching this until like late last night. Um, mm-hmm. because I started it and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> and I couldn't force my, like not even in a so bad, it's good way. I was like, Oh, this is bad. Um, but Spy Kids is on Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. so which is also a Robert Rodriguez kids movie, and and a similar style, similar style. <laughs> but I I started watching the first Spy Kids movie, and like it kind of holds up. Like it's goofy Does and it? dumb, but I was like, okay, this isn't horrendous. And okay, I don't maybe I don't remember Spy Kids that well. I haven't seen it in a while. The thing with Spy Kids, it seems like there's more, like, practical effects and, like, there's more, like, realism. It's not, it's not just green screen vomit. Yeah. So. This this movie looks very, um, like, old video game-y. Um, this was Robert Rodriguez's most expensive film at a budget of fifty million until it was dethroned by Sin City a Dame to Kill for, which cost sixty five million. So yeah, this cost fifty million dollars. It doesn't look like it did. It doesn't. It, <laughs> it looks, looks like so bad. It looks like something I made in my free time with no experience. Oh my god. And I it it's also um I think they they kind of try to use the gimmick a yeah. little, little bit, but like there were points in this movie where I forgot that 3D was part of the title. I right. think I think it was literally advertised as Shark The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D, like the whole long yeah. title. Well, that was the big way. I think that's the only way this movie could have made any money is I don't think I know. I don't think there's any appeal in watching this, if you're, like, a, a kid, even. Because this is a movie that was probably targeted to kids that were, like, 12 and under, but I think it accidentally became a movie for kids, like, 7 and under. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's really corny. It's really and, corny and goofy. And, and it's and... also, to be fair, I think this is like maybe loosely based on like Robert Rodriguez's son's ideas. His son gets a partial credit for coming up with it. Story by. Uh, I will say. But his son was like seven and it's endearing, but seven year olds shouldn't make movies. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't, I can't fault the kid, but like, to be fair, the Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl sounds like something a seven-year-old would come up with. Because yeah. there's no nothing about this world makes sense. There's no like, uh, it's it's all just like filled with stuff kids might think is cool. Yeah. Which kind of it simultaneously makes this movie like kind of sweet, like a, a nice little like escapist fantasy for like a lonely kid, but also really soulless because it's, it's like, it's just it's like, Oh shit. What do kids like? Uh, roller coasters, uh, ice cookies cream, and milk. And, yeah. Uh, this boy is a shark. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's, so I don't, I don't know where I, cause I don't always feel good like being mean to a movie that's pretty harmless and not for me. <laughs> but this movie is so clearly out for money. <laughs> I would say that if it didn't cost so much. <laughs> no. I think that like, like like you said where it's it's very much based off of things that like kids like there is sort of a, there's something endearing about the fact that it's, it's his son's idea and he turned it into a movie, but also like you shouldn't do that unless your kid is like dying. Like if your kid has an incurable disease, 
yeah, make the movie, make the kid's dream come true. But, like, there was no point in this. This was off. He should have been like, oh, yeah, and then made, like, a 15-minute clip in his garage and then showed it to his kid, and that's it. <laughs> this but it, I think at least, like, maybe it gives it sort of an endearing quality. And, like, I think maybe he thought, like, well, if my kid likes this, then a lot of kids will like this. But, like, it just comes off as really muddled and messy and not Weird. not good. Yeah. Um, really bad. Also, really bad jokes. Like, jokes bad that jokes. aren't even jokes. It's just, like, puns and things and, like, yeah, just, like, Barely oh, look at this. What was it? When I, I was thinking to the last fight where it's Max and Linus. And mm-hmm. he, I guess that's not the last fight, but the the second to last where he was like, oh, it's a brainstorm. And then it's brains falling from the sky. And then he's like, ah, oh, brain freeze. And then, oh, that and was then so brain bad. fart. And it's like hilarious. Great. But it also, it, it wasn't even a joke. It was just words. Yeah. <laughs> We're sort of related, but like. There was no, there's no setup and punchline. I, there was, there was one point where this is like towards the beginning of the movie where they're like about to take off and go and first go to the planet. And lava girl says like pink for girls and blue for boys. And then she hands like a pair of pink glasses to max and that's it. Like that's the joke. Right. That's not a joke. Well, then he just goes, do you have any more boys' glasses? And she goes, nope. Like, if she... (laughs) Why would she... There are three of you on the rocket. Why... If she... She had to know how many of each pair of glasses there were. Why would she preface it with pink for girls and blue for boys? As you were saying that, I have a theory. Um, I know it's not true because this isn't, like, a nuanced movie. And it's not addressed anywhere else. But... So there is an aspect that everything that happens is just something from Max's dreams. Okay. So if Max is dreaming, oh, pink for girls' glasses, he's actually trans, and he just hasn't, <laughs> like, That's figured it out. That's not where yet. I thought you were going with that. Maybe? But, but also, I don't think the movie's nuanced enough to, to say that. If that's the case, like, what a way to find out. What a forward-thinking, <laughs> it's a forward-thinking movie, then. Actually, but. that's that's how you find out you're queer, is a, a woman who uh, lava, lava from her hands comes into your bedroom window and gives you a pair of glasses <laughs> that just coincides with your identity. But I, so, I, I do think that, yeah, it's just a, it's a joke that's not really a joke. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, this movie doesn't even, but at the same time, and this movie isn't even trying to be that funny. It like kind of takes itself seriously. Yeah, there's like, I was going to say there are a lot of, mo- I don't think that Shark Boy or Lava Girl have any laugh lines. Not that anyone has a laugh line, but I don't think that either of them cracks i think joke. maybe they do but they weren't funny enough to be noticeable to it. <laughs> uh i guess yeah but yeah nothing like it's a very straight it's a very straight-faced movie mm-hmm. and it also opens it's, with that quote by lava girl <laughs> what was the quote oh i forget it was something like I can't even think of another movie that does it besides Step Brothers, and Step Brothers kind of does it as a joke. Actually, Step Brothers oh. does. But oh, they, she does give like a speech or something at the beginning. I don't think she gives a speech. It's just like the words on a screen, and it just says like, like in dreams anything is possible, and then it's attributed. Oh, it's everything that is or was began with a dream, hyphen Lava Girl. Like, that's it. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. 
remember that. It's like, is like an important philosophical uh, author. Uh, like it might as well have said Nietzsche. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I forgot that that happened. But like, what the fuck? I don't know. Um, I like that they kind of tried to give love of a girl like uh, an arc. They tried. They didn't. I don't they, know if they succeeded, but she's she's like insecure about how she can only destroy. It's yeah, she's too self-important and she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it it tries to be gritty and interesting, but it's not. No, no, it's not. And like, uh, it'd be cool if it was like, oh, Lava Girl, you're actually the villain and like she kills everyone. That would be cool. That would be fun. But yeah. Oh, I remember there was a joke that I actually laughed at and I don't think it was intended to be like a real joke. I don't know what the, the intention of it was, but it this is the only time I was like, that's great. Is Max is like looking through his book, looking for answers. And he looks at Shark Boy and he goes, your father really is at the bottom of the ocean. And there's a long pause and he goes in a submarine looking for you. (laughs) And like, like if that's a joke, what a fucked up thing to say to your friend. Who's not. It's like, you really thought your dad was dead. After that line, I was like, Jesus Christ, Max. (laughs) I mean, I'll, I'll give him credit. He's like 12. He, he doesn't know nuance yet. He doesn't know that's not a good thing. I don't know. But yeah. I couldn't tell if he was trying to be funny or trying to like fuck with Shark Boy or if he genuinely didn't read the second part until a second later. I don't know. There's so much. I'm reading the quotes on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Electric or Mr. Electricidad or which George Lopez. Um, in one of his many forms in this movie, he's, (laughs) he has all these electricity plot puns. Those Mm -hmm. happen. There's a line. And even then within the context of the movie, no one laughs at them. Yeah. Like even in the movie, he's like, isn't that funny? And they're like, no, it's not. Um, there's also shark boy does kind of have a joke where he says, uh, in his song, he goes, dream, hit the hay, fast asleep, dream a dream, you little bleep. That's a lyric. <laughs> like, he says bleep. You little bleep. Yeah. Do you think um, this was Taylor Lautner's finest performance? or? I, I, I will say this. I think that this is the performance I've seen Taylor Swift not Taylor Swift, Taylor Lautner, <laughs> give, Taylor Swift. give the most emotion and, like, range. Um, like, say what you want about the writing or the character. Like, these kids are making an effort. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, I, I will say they that. are. I think, I think the kid that plays Max did well with what he could. Uh, Taylor Dooley who plays Lava Girl, I think did well. You know, I think I think she really acted the shit out of that part. But you I know. really think, like, because whatever cheesy lines they say, they didn't write. And I, I really think these are not bad actors. And yeah. that includes, and I will stand by it, that includes the kid who played Linus. I think oh, I, that I kid's give amazing. him an that kid He's is... so good. And um, I looked it up, and he hasn't done that much else, <laughs> I don't think, which is a travesty, because he's he kills this oh, movie. Oh, he's in Mr. Woodcock? I used I watched that movie. It's a great movie. Oh, I never saw that. Uh, it's terrible. I will watch anything this boy is in now. <laughs> I'm curious what he was in Mr. Woodcock. Apparently, yeah, he hasn't really done anything. He did something in 2018, but 2012 was kind of his last thing that's a shame like he worked relatively consistently i think the you ruined my dream journal sequence in (laughs) i did not mr (laughs) electric the principal and that that is 
only reason this movie could oh, reach into so bad it's good territory. Like, I think that's one of my favorite lines ever. Just the way he says it is so fucking good. Yeah. He's really like, this is like a trained little Shakespearean actor. I'm not well, joking. Well, that's the big, well, so that was the thing with this. I'm like, this feels like a Shakespeare play in sort of how grand everyone tries to be. And then the fact that yeah. like people do the same thing in two different spots, but like, yeah, yeah that scene, that scene's excellent. It is funny. Well, Even George Lopez so is much like to every word he says, like <laughs> every single thing. He's not like being a kid trying to be like, Hey, Hey, I'm a mean bully. Like he acts like, <laughs> He is genuinely in charge of like a small nation. (laughs) Even in the beginning scenes when he's just a little shit. Like what, what a King. I love him. Um, him? And the little girl who played the, the ice princess. um, She, and she's, she was on like pretty little liars. Like she had a career after this. Was she? Cause I, I thought she was the worst one of the group. I don't. I mean, she had the fewest lines. To yeah, be she fair, didn't, she didn't do a whole lot. But yeah, I but think she. You know, she continued. She yeah. kept doing stuff. George Lopez is still successful. He. Uh, yeah. He had a special. He had an HBO special come out on uh, two years ago. You know. Mm-hmm. But I think George Lopez does fine here. He, yeah. He doesn't do great, but he's trying. I think everyone in this movie is trying. I that's why I think like, George Lopez broke in this movie. I, I think really? that I I think that like he lost it because he was so this was two thousand five and his show ended in two thousand seven. So yeah, like maybe he was great. just starting to get fed up with the George Lopez show. And was like, all right. He <laughs> just I'm... really wanted to do something different. Like, hey, I've been doing this really successful sitcom for, like, five years. I But I really want to play a robot. <laughs> I want to play a robot <laughs> and a teacher and a supervillain and mm-hmm. an ice uh, father guardian. And even, um, like, I think George Lopez... I watched the George Lopez show, the sitcom as a kid a lot. And I liked it. Oh yeah. I used Uh, to love it. I remember thinking it was really funny and thinking he was really funny, but even as a kid, I thought he always does the, not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just his thing where he just makes bug eyes and looks at the camera. Like, like Jim from the office. Uh. (laughs) He, he, He's very hammy as a sitcom actor, and he kind of does the same thing here, except it's extra amplified because he plays a a robot villain taking could, over a planet. I guess that makes sense. I I always kind of thought that. I'm like, oh, he kind of overacts a little bit, and he really overacts in this. <laughs> um, he, he, does, he wasn't doing that much different from what he was already doing on the George Lopez <laughs> Oh, you broke up a little bit. Just there. a little bit. Um, but, Sorry, what? Uh, I just said you broke up a little bit there. Oh, okay. But um, am I good? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, he. I I wish I knew his stand up more because, like, mm-hmm. my understanding is that he is just like a goofy guy. You yeah. Know? No, I I don't. I'm not that familiar with his stand up. I just watch the George Lopez show like constantly. Yeah, but he he would I I feel like with this, yeah, I guess bug eye, I guess it's the same performance. Yeah, it makes sense. He I think that's just sometimes I think that cuz I've seen him in like interviews and uh he had like a talk show for a minute. Yeah. I don't know if he's I don't that that ended, right? I don't, um, don't even know. The only thing I ever saw from it I think was when the insane clown posse was on. Um Oh, okay. Because they're my favorite <laughs> think, band. Right. <laughs> I think George Lopez always does the like pause for laughter. Like that's just kind of how he talks. That's just the rhythm of his voice. And he does that so much in this movie. Yeah. Um, But he seems to at least be like, he seems to care. He's not there. Like one of those like 
oh, I'm a big star and they paid me a lot of money to be in this, like whatever, let's just get it over with. Cause I, I do see that sometimes in like yeah. shitty kids movies with big celebrities in them where right. it's clear that no one wants to be there. He looks like he's having a good time at least. I hope so. I don't know. I just want the best for George Lopez. <laughs> I know. He's, he's he's trying. He's he's doing well for himself. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. What if like most of the movie's budget was just paying George Lopez? That's very possible. Honestly, this, because this was the height of the George Lopez show. Because if that's actually possible, maybe that's why it costs so much money to make this is because they needed George Lopez. So they had to funnel some of the money they were going to put into the special effects into his paycheck. I think that's not that crazy. Let's, there um, aren't really any other big celebrity. I mean, you know, Taylor Lautner didn't become him who he became until later. Yeah. This there was, were no like big celebrity kids. This movie. This was a uh, pre-Twilight, which I think was Taylor Lautner's big breakthrough. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm trying. Oh, to f- it wasn't this. This wasn't the movie. <laughs> <that made me. laughs> well, when when he broke, everyone was like, "Remember that Shark Boy and Lava Girl movie? He was in that." People forgot that it existed. <laughs> I I do think this movie does deserve like a resurgence as like a cult film. I think it's getting there. Maybe it's not uh, enough to be that, but I think it's kind of getting there. I think people are watching it to laugh at it now. I think um, so too. I think that um, this, see, I don't know. I feel like this is, uh, I don't know if this is earnest enough to get like the cult status. Maybe it I will. It I don't is. know. I don't know. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it will ever become a movie that they do like midnight screenings of maybe in like 30 years yeah. <laughs> they will, but there's gotta be I, a shark boy and lava girl drinking game by now though. Oh, for sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it is becoming like a small cult film. It's not old enough maybe to be a cult film, but I think people that like I'm hearing more people make jokes about Shark Boy and Lava Girl now than I did like five years ago. Yeah. Like I think I feel like I've heard people talking about it recently. I also wonder if it's a matter of of age range too though. Because That's true. Because I I don't know the way that like something like Plan Nine from Outer Space became a cult hit totally, just because <laughs> I've only ever known it as cult movie um but i feel like this could also only be remembered by like people our age ish yeah just because it is such a pro (laughs) and now now it's immortalized on this podcast exactly (laughs) um i just looked up how much it costs to book george lopez for like an event and Mm -hmm. It says between a hundred thousand and a million dollars. Granted, that's a wide range. Yeah, but I don't know how that translates to like movies and stuff. In two thousand nineteen. In two thousand nineteen, but also like, I like I I'm sure that the amount he's getting paid is probably different for movies. Yeah, it, I'm sure it was also way more in 2005. Oh, that's also true. He was like, I don't know who's an adequate comparison, but he, I was going to say Kevin uh, Hart, but he's not Kevin Hart. No, Kevin Hart was, uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart was around a, like parallel to George Lopez at the same time. <laughs> this was uh, 2005 Kevin Hart. Was that when Kevin Hart was in the 40 year old virgin? Oh, was he? he? He was. He had a bit role. He was like very memorable. And you know when like he's he's selling the when uh, the black guy is selling oh. a TV too. Yeah, I do. I do remember that scene. That's Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, but pre-fame Kevin Hart, so you know, right. 
Um, That's true. And that was after this movie. That was. So it wasn't at the same time. But Kevin Hart, I, I. What? Oh, go ahead. I'm trying to figure out when it was, which I think it was the same time. Oh, 40 year old virgin? 40 year old virgin was 2005. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um. Wow, I can't believe two masterpieces came out. (laughs) Um. Wow, how did they compete at the box office? I like to think Um, maybe, uh, after Max's parents don't get a divorce, he goes, his dad goes and gets a job at Smart Tech with Steve Carell. Oh, that was another subplot that I'm so mixed on. Because the Max's parents potentially getting divorced being a subplot. Like, it's an understandable reason for a kid to, like, want to be in, like, an escapist fantasy and, like, write about it. But the way his parents reconcile. (laughs) Well, she's like, let me die. (laughs) (laughs) Let me die then. It was clearly written so fast. Like, fuck, we can't, we can't have, because I think in a better movie, in a more nuanced movie, the parents maybe, like, if they don't get divorced necessarily, but they say, like, okay, like, let's try to get along. Or, um, you know, maybe we have our differences and that's okay. And we can we can amicably split from here, uh, and but, we're uh, still going to be a family. That's fine. Uh, but no, it, she had to be sucked into a tornado, and I, he had to grab onto her, and she had to say, "I thought you didn't want me around." Like he didn't want you to get sucked into a tornado. He just wanted you to move out. I mean, I I haven't been, I you know. I, my parents aren't divorced and I, I don't, you know, I, I never really watched divorce growing up, but I like to think that if my parents decide to get a divorce now, one of them wouldn't be like, well, let me die. (laughs) Actually, this is like when I, this is kind of autobiographical when I was a kid, that's my, my parents got divorced, but that was uh, because the tornado like sucked up my mom. <laughs> and my dad mom. Was just like, all right, <laughs> all right, and then she survived, and you were like, yeah, oh, I guess, yeah, uh, yeah, guess that we was. We got to get a divorce after you let the tornado take me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so true to life. I also like that both parents had to get sucked into a tornado so that both kids could save them. Yeah. it was like. <laughs> One after the other, the mom got sucked in and then taken out, and then the dad got sucked in and taken out, and then they were fine. Yeah, it's all weird. I don't know. Yeah. And then they were giants also in, like, the cookie place. Oh, yeah. Matt, this, go to therapy. What, is, <laughs> what does that mean? This was all really, like, Shakespearean in a sense, just because, like, it was just sort of like, it reminded me of a Midsummer Night's Dream. If that's a adequate comparison. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of like weight and gravitas to everything every character says, and, that, and the plot. And even though it's like dream logic and makes no sense, every every character is has like a clear motivation and is very. Uh, invested in themselves and this world and that's more than i can say for other kids movies better kids movies even i also see for me i was just thinking how like traditionally in a midsummer night's dream the actors that play oberon and titania the fairies if i'm correct are also typically that's right what no, that sounds right. You see, uh, <laughs> seemed to. Um, I think are, they're also typically played by like the king and queen in like the real world. Mm-hmm. Oh, like like doing the actors play two different roles. Yeah, but like, it's but it kind of makes sense. Yeah, so like it's the king yeah. and queen in normal life, and then they're also the fairy king and queen. 
Uh, and also the Wizard of Oz thing of like Wizard of Oz. All, uh, the whole time I'm like, this is exactly the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it because it, it you know it parallels like what's going on in his real life and um, different different like scenarios come up in more fantastical ways. And also like when uh, when they first see Linus in the real not in the real world in the dream world he's uh he he's full-on the wizard of oz with like the projected face and then it's like oh hey here i actually am it was you know it's it was a surprisingly subtle tribute (laughs) in a movie that's not (laughs) subtle this movie is subtle (laughs) well you know it's kind of like oh this is very obviously the wizard of oz but it's not like a like a winking like uh yeah. Pay no mind to the man behind the curtain, you know? It, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, and they could have done that. They could yeah. have easily, like, put in, like, a really lame uh, joke that was just a, a line During from the, the movie. the brain fight, he could have just been like, ah, oh, if I only had a brain. And that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have enjoyed that. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'll say... I, I keep saying positive things about this movie that I don't know where they're coming from. I mean, but it's a, I like that the villains weren't really even villains. Yeah. They, they all got redeemed in the end. It kind of, George Lopez like learns a lesson and so does Linus. Does he though? Uh, did George, yes. did George Lopez have a lesson he needed to learn? Really? I think his lesson was to like, stop telling your daughter what to, to do sit in I the front of the class that, uh, oh, that was I, fucking weird is I that okay so many, is that abusive? oh it's so it's weird it, it was just weird One that his daughter was even in his class like that yeah shouldn't be a given i well, feel like, like if you're a teacher your kid shouldn't be in your class well even just the way he talks to her and then like he's he like talks to her very much like a normal teacher which i imagine maybe a teacher would do if yeah. they were a parent in that situation, but also, but just he like, also doesn't let her go outside for recess or something. I don't or know. like makes her sit under the vent. He makes her sit under the vent in the classroom. I don't know about recess, but like, I, I feel like I remember him like not letting her leave the classroom for some reason. I don't I, it's, it's fucking weird. It, it's such a weird scene because she's like under the vent and she's like, oh, I'm so cold. And he's like, well, you know, you need to work harder and sit closer to the front and get your grades up. And then like Max comes up and is like, hey, we could actually switch seats. It's a lot warmer back there. And then he's like, hey, stop talking to my daughter. And you're like, that's your daughter? What the fuck? <laughs> Why did hey, you talk stop to talking like- to my daughter is a fucking weird thing to say to a classmate. Yeah. <laughs> of your daughters when they're currently in that classroom. I don't know. That's, that's so there. I feel like there's so many, like they didn't explore how fucking abusive how, and manipulative that thing is. It was so strange. He had to have like requested that his daughter be in his class or something. Cause I feel like that's not allowed. I feel like I had, um, I had classmates whose uh, parents worked in the school in some yeah. capacity, and there was just they weren't allowed to be in the same yeah. classroom. They yeah because of force. Because why would they? Yeah, it's weird. My mom was a sub when I was in elementary school, and when they called her into sub classes, they would have to make sure it wasn't my class. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> even if it was for one day. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's bad. Yeah. I don't know. And also there's a chance for like nepotism or that too. Uh, even... I guess. I I'm only looking I at the, the the it's weird, right? But Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But... I wouldn't want my my dad to be grading things that I wrote because he would either because I I would be mad if I got a bad grade. Like, come on, you're my dad, but I would also if I got a good grade, it's like, oh, it's cuz you're my dad, isn't it? I didn't actually do a good job. I remember when I was in high school, the kid, there, the our director for like all the plays, his kid was like, I think his kid first entered high school when I was like a 
junior or senior. I think I was a senior. So he was mm-hmm. like a freshman. And like we would, all of us would kind of say behind his back, we were like, oh yeah, he's never going to get a leading role because his dad's going to have to take too much shit if he does get a leading <laughs> role. And yeah. Yeah. And it's. Did he ever? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Good kid. Nice kid. Liked him. But, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's every. But also, I will say, I don't think George Lopez, besides the weird thing with his daughter, was a really, like, villainous character in real life. No. Um. Yeah. Apart from that, he was just kind of like a. Well, he was kind of an asshole. Like, I think be, if you're a fourth grade teacher, you can't tell your students that their dreams are stupid. <laughs> He kind of does. He kind of like steps on. Yeah, he kind of steps on Max's dreams. Like he should at least he should say like, well, you know, that's not really a true story. But like you have a great imagination. You should work with it. Like uh, he basically tells him, like, get back in the real world. Grow up. Like That's not that's not a good thing for a teacher to say. I think he learned a lesson, though, at the end. I'll. But, like, he also is like, oh, hey, Max, you got to try to make friends. <laughs> Which, like... With Eddie, but not with my daughter. But not with she my daughter. But, like... I am her only friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at the same time... but uh, Right. But, like, I'm also kind of like... I don't think he should be shitting all over his dreams. I think that's part of the suspension of disbelief. But I'm also like, yeah, he just told the kid to make some friends. <laughs> Yeah, because like, I, I get the sense that like, no, there was, there was no scene where like the villain just gets killed and that's the happy ending. It's like they all kind of learn to be better people. I think they tried to make that the ending. I don't know if they succeeded, but I think Linus like they they reconcile and Linus like realizes he was being a jerk and yeah they it's. It's nice. It's not like I I like that they didn't just go with um like let's just punch Linus and make him cry and that'll be the end cuz he deserved it and it's fine. It's like they're all babies. <laughs> it's nice that they can just shake hands and walk away. Yeah. I don't know. I <sighs> That's not the I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, now I'm like that's not the way I, life works. <laughs> I think I hated this movie, but I also appreciate it. I hope trying. there's a, I hope there's a gritty sequel where it shows Max has grown up to be a director and he makes like an edgy superhero shark boy and lava girl. Oh my God. When is Marvel going to buy the rights to the shark boy and lava girl? Lava girl. And they're going to make like a shitty reboot. With them, if they're grown up, but like Planet Drool is under attack or something, <laughs> and it's serious. It's like, and it's like really like rated R this time. It'd be fun. I would watch it. I don't know. I, I, I watch it. I they're making that, a Dora the Explorer movie. They could they? do whatever. Yeah. No. Like a live action. Is it? It is like a kids movie, though, right? The trailer is, I mean, I'm sure it's a kid's movie, but the trailer looks like, you know, PG. Is it Dora and the Lost City of Gold? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about this. I remember I kept seeing ads for it and I just ignored it because I thought, I just assumed it was a joke. I just assumed it was like that college humor video that was from a million years ago where they made like a gritty Dora the Explorer parody. But no, it's it's real. Danny, it's real Dre- Danny Trejo is doing a voice in this? That's amazing. Is oh. it going to be good? Probably, Probably not. not. Am I going to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I am. Oh, that's wild. I'm going to check that out. Because I, I feel like it's it's either going to be like a straight-up goofy parody or it's going to take itself so seriously. Like, it's going to act like it is a, an Indiana Jones movie. I don't even know. This, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. When I was watching Shark Boy and Lava Girl... 
I was like, oh, these would be great, like, cosplays. Would they? Would they be great? I mean, they have distinctive, uh, I think they tried to. I think kids' movies sometimes will try to, like, make something iconic so that they'll buy a Halloween costume later, but I, I never really took off. I don't think, you know, I, I don't think anyone would be like, oh, that's so great. I think people would be like, that's funny. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. This was a, I don't, yeah, it's a weird-ass movie. <laughs> and I uh, hope they reboot it a la Dora the Explorer. I really think, based on the amount of, reboots that seemed unbelievable but just keep coming out it isn't that crazy to imagine a a gritty reboot of this movie or a sequel i mean if shark boy has a compelling ish backstory if they if they launch them as separate franchises um they could do shark boy's origin story like like a Spider-Man oh, yeah. movie, and then they could do... I remember in the epilogue of this movie, it said, like, Shark Boy now looks for his dad. They never say he found his dad. He's still looking for his dad. Yeah, he's still right, searching. For all we know. That's the second movie right there, is he's <laughs> looking for his the dad. for Shark Boy's dad. Um, yeah. There's actually a series of books. There, there are two Based books that I think led up to this. Okay. I know nothing about them except that they exist, but hmm. I don't know. It's... I mean, I think, I think in a Robert Rodriguez, I imagine like in a dream world, this would launch like an animated series, maybe a sequel. Yeah. Like it would make enough money to do that. I think that's why they put 3D in the title. Uh, in the but sense that, that this have... was going to be the third one. No, no. That they put 3D in the title because uh, that would, like, guarantee people would see it for that only. Like, okay. they wanted to make money. But that, that'd be great. They just go right off the gate with the three. <laughs> this is the third one. The third installment. Um, oh, yeah, the next two are going to be prequels. Yeah. They, They're going to take place before this. Shark Boy's origin story and Love Girl's origin story. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't really go into her origin story. She's no. just made of fire. She's made of fire. Uh, she's light, you know? That's yeah. It's pretty compelling. And, like, they tried to give her, like, a compelling arc, but I don't know. If if I could, like, if I was made of fire, I'd, I would be pretty pumped about it. I don't, I don't think she has that much to be upset about. She doesn't, but, you know. Well, no, you gotta you gotta add in that every <laughs> character every character needs a motivation. They do it. it. It's I feel like I don't know. I feel like her personality should have been closer to Shark Boy's because he he really doesn't seem like he gives a shit about anything. He's an asshole. Oh uh, yeah, he could a- he could care less about his dad at the bottom of the ocean. Shark Boy's such like a little bitch, but he does act like he does accurately act like an insecure eleven-year-old boy who thinks yeah. they're cooler than they are. Like that is how they are. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I mean, I guess Lava Girl. Like the idea is that like she she's like really sweet and gentle and soft-spoken and always means well, but she can shoot fire from her hands and that doesn't match her personality. But like I don't know, I think that's cool. It, it it is. It, she's helpful. Yeah, she she's helpful. She she's a flawed character because I mean the yeah. fire hurts people, but like it's not like she's like, oh, I have to kill everything now. It's not like she has like mood swings where like she's like. And we now can I can't further get... explore this in the Netflix series that is inevitably <laughs> going to come out. The gritty Shark Boy and Lava her. Girl. Yeah. <sighs> I I would like to see Taylor do Dooley. I almost said Doolittle. She she's probably still a pretty good actress. It seems like she did a good job. I don't think she's still doing much. I haven't no. heard much from her. Um, but when I looked up all the actors last night, besides Taylor Lautner 
and the people that were mm-hmm. like established, this seemed to be the highlight of everyone's career. Yeah. And then yeah. most stopped working and then did like one thing when they were older. Except for Taylor Lautner, Except um, Taylor Lautner. Ice Princess, and George Lopez. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting it. Well, I think the parents might have been in something. But I think the parents were established actors. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his name? David Arquette was Max's dad. Kristen Davis. Oh, right. David Arquette. I forgot he was in this. Um, Kristen Davis uh, was Charlotte in Sex and the City. Oh. So. Oh. I forgot that these two were in this. Like their faces looked so like blank in this movie. Right. Like I couldn't, I couldn't like distinguish them from any other. Like, uh, I feel like they could have just put in any two white people who were maybe in their thirties, and there, it would have been the same. There were some interesting options, like people that were approached. Um, Kate Blanchett and John Travolta were approached to play. Uh, his parents. That would have been bizarre. They, there's no way John they Travolta agreed to do that for amazing. John Travolta as his dad or in the George Lopez part as his dad. It, John Travolta would have been fine in the George Lopez part, but I think it would have been more bizarre. Yeah. Um, Christopher Walken was approached for mes- Mr. Electric. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. And so was James Gandolfini. <laughs> oh, what I would give for the these versions of this movie. Oh my god, Christopher Walken would have crushed it. He would have been so bad. <laughs> I would love it. So I think the- if Christopher Walken played the George Lopez part, that would get this movie into like midnight screenings. Well, so what yes. What I'm curious about, so I'm just on the IMDb trivia page, right? So, excuse me. Jeez. Uh, it has all these, like, blank was considered for blank. But so it has, like, Christopher Walken was considered for the role of Mr. Electric. But then it has, like, Danny Glover was considered for the role of Mr. Electricidad. Which, oh, like... like- is that to say they would like, be two different characters? That's what I wonder. Or two different actors? That, George Lopez no. did four voices in this movie. Did four characters in this movie? Oh yeah, he played he played the sentient robot. And yeah. And the ice block. Yeah. The ice daddy. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. Electric and Mr. Electricidad, which like. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot. It's really confusing at that point because they're because he's not really trying to do different voices. Like it's clearly yeah. him every yeah. time. Well, there's like weird effects on his voice when he's like the robot and when he's the ice person. Yeah, but it's like it's still clearly his voice. Yeah, like he's not really trying to do a different character. Uh, what I will say is, as a 10, 11 year old that saw this, though. I definitely didn't notice that. I was like, oh, yeah, he's that's, the same guy in the one thing and the other thing, but that's it. That's fair. But, like, yeah. So I wonder if they were considering, like, breaking these up into different people, which I think would have made it a worse movie. Uh, Yeah, I, I think that... It, that part had to be played by the same, those two parts had to be played by the same person. Yeah. Um, that would have been really funny if like every single like dream counterpart was played by a different actor, (laughs) like someone who looked kind of similar, like including the, the ice princess and, uh, and Linus. It, it would be it would just like, and then he wakes up and they're actually just all different from how they were established. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just like, oh yeah, Max imagines James Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> he come, like at the last scene when uh, Mr. Electric comes down to terrorize their town, all the kids looked up and they're like, is that James Gandolfini? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think about, Max? 
I'm just imagining. Is that Christopher Walken? Like, what are you doing? I'm just imagining James Gandolfini playing it as like Tony Soprano, and he's just like, I'm gonna fucking unplug everything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that would have given this movie the weight it deserves, the drama, (laughs) the nuance that it was trying to obtain. And Christopher Walken just kind of being like. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, that would have been so good. But. I wish we got that version. But we didn't. What could have been, man? Anyway. The song (laughs) is, uh, is bad. It has its own genius page, though. So. It's, it's a song. It sure is a song. Um, It's a short song. But it, it's a song, and it exists. It's mainly the it word counts. dream. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I just Googled genius shark boy song, mm-hmm. and the first, the second thing that came up was a YouTube suggestion that says, I built a shark boy in Lava Girl costume, asterisk, emotional. <laughs> Watching this after. Oh my god. Um, That's funny. But uh, the song, it's mostly the word dream over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's bad. I like that he he, do- he break dances a little bit. He break dances. Just to show off. But I think he CG break dances. I don't think that's Taylor Lautner. He he has like martial arts experience, so maybe it was him. Oh, does he? he- I felt it. Okay. A- apparently, he choreographed his own fights in this. Aww. Which... aww. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of, like, the director being like, you see, like, you're an expert. Like, you can do whatever you want. Have fun. <laughs> or he just asked his aww. kid to choreograph the fights. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, that's kind of sweet. Like, just handing over everything to the kids and being like, who cares if it sucks? <laughs> <And> it, <sighs> it's like, his, his kid is on it's the, like, well, it's like, a school play and shitting on like how bad the kids are. Yeah. And I mean, like, I get that you don't do that, but like, I don't know, maybe we should do it more. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The, the only reason I do anything I do is because people told me I did a good job when I, in a school play when I was eight years old. And then eight years later, my mom said to me, I was like, oh, geez, were all my plays that bad? And she goes, yeah, that fucked up oh, my no. whole life. <laughs> oh. I don't think we should oh, tell kids God. good job ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Let's get Go to an elementary school and give the kids, like, very strict constructive criticism. (laughs) If you want to get better, work on this. Yeah. Um, That won't fuck them up (laughs) at all. um, Robert Rodriguez's kid does the DVD commentary for this also. Oh! I'm very curious. I'm not even by that. That one I'm I'm curious to hear because it's him and his kid. So I wonder, like, if it's Robert. So cute. I wonder if it's like Robert Rodriguez being like, "Yeah, it was really hard to get this shot of Taylor Lautner breakdancing," and his kid's like, "Shark Boy's the best dancer." Aww, you know what? Uh, five stars. <laughs> That's what I get. I take back everything bad I've ever said about this movie. You know what I wonder? His kid is like. Definitely at least a teenager now. Like, Probably. if not a teenager, like a young adult. I wonder what he thinks of this now. It's probably probably the same way you would think about, <laughs> about like, old embarrassing photos of you when That's you true. were younger. But, this... but, like, I think at least he his face isn't in this movie. I think That's Taylor true. Lautner is very embarrassed by, yeah. by this film. Although he shouldn't be, because he, he did great. I want Taylor Lawner to do that thing that Shia LaBeouf did a few years ago, where he watched all his own movies. movies. Because he's done some weird shit. Most actors do. 
but yeah that's i mean all actors do like some bad movie when in early in their career yeah. but this one is special <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a strange little flick it is um, and I, I i think i turned around on it i hate it but i love it oh man <laughs> um i still hate it uh spy kids That's is a better fair. spy kids holds up Maybe I have to rewatch Spy Kids. It's on Netflix. All of them. All four. Four? There were four? There were four. A fourth one came out, like, recently-ish. Like, yeah. like when we were in college, I think. So, okay. like, when Daryl Sabara was probably dating Megan Trainer. Yeah. Are they still a thing? They're married. Wow, good for them. Yeah. What a weird combination. <laughs> so weird. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? That the movie... um, uh, it, it's a masterpiece. I'll, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. And I think it should be studied. It's a time capsule for 2005. And I think it's worth keeping around. I have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Right up. Some water. Here's the-